Welcome back to the Balanced Blonde Podcast, Soul on Fire. I am your host, Jordan Younger, and today we are going to dive deep with my favorite psychic medium of all time, Marianne DeMarco. I'm super excited because I just found out at the time of recording, which is about a week before this goes live, that today while I'm recording this intro is Marianne's birthday. So everybody go wish her a happy belated birthday. She's a Pisces. She's a magical soul. So Marianne has been on this podcast a few times before. I believe this is her fourth episode on the Balance Blonde podcast. So we will link the previous episodes that we've done with her in the show notes in case this is your first time listening to her on the show or in case you've listened to the previous episodes and you want to have a refresher after this about how she first started tapping into her psychic gifts. The first reading that she did for me about three years ago when she was first on the podcast and she was and still is the most legitimate medium I've ever spoken to where she started saying so many incredible things about my family and my ancestors, had full-blown awesome conversations with my grandmother and my papa, my dad's dad, people who listened to that first episode, you guys will remember how my cute papa came in and told Marianne all about how he was in the war and he lived such an amazing life and he grew up in Arkansas. And the incredible detail with which Marianne described my grandfather's personality and the things that he had to say, as well as so many other angels and ancestors in my life was truly mind-blowing. So that was my first real experience with a super legitimate medium. That was three years ago. Since then, Marianne has become such a close confidant in my life, such a close friend. You'll hear me saying in this episode that Marianne is like a spiritual mother to me. She's like my second mom, especially in the spiritual community where I go to her every time I really need clarification on something or if I'm not feeling well or when I had the wedding coming up and um, was feeling really sick for years, as many of you guys know, I would go to Marianne and ask her, when am I going to feel better? When are the good times going to come? And she would talk to my angels talk to the spirits and the energy, and she always would make me feel so much better um, with such accurate information. She's never been wrong. So today we get into a lot of that. We talk about mediumship. She does some channeling for for me. We talk about psychic intuition and how all of us are deeply intuitive and deeply psychic, which is always very exciting. She brought her friend Wayne with her. They drove into the city. So this is my second New York episode in a row. Last week we did Melissa Wood. Um, So we recorded this episode with Marianne in the same room where I recorded with Melissa in my hotel room in New York. You'll hear Marianne and I talking about the fact that there may or may not have been many, many spirits and ghosts in this hotel room. They were all very kind. So we get into all those details. Um, We get into so many questions that I had for Marianne about 
what happens to our souls when we pass away? Um, where do we go? What happens to spirits when we when we move into the next realm? How do we tap into our psychic nature? How do we find ourselves to be more intuitive with more depth? So we go into all of that. And like I was saying, Marianne's friend, Wayne, came with her. So you'll hear him in this episode. He was chiming in quite a bit and they were verifying things off of each other, which was really cool. So Marianne would get a psychic hit about something and then she would say, oh yeah, I feel that so strongly. Do you feel that too, Wayne? And he would either clarify or verify or say something else that he was feeling, which was kind of cool, especially for the skeptics out there, just to see that so many things that she picked up on, he was agreeing with, and he had specific things to say too. So if you at any point hear that he was talking in the background, but you couldn't hear him, my apologies that we didn't have three microphones when I was in New York. But we did hand him the microphone at one point and he shared some really poignant messages as well. So this is just a fun episode all around. I know you guys are going to love it. I know you're going to love Marianne's energy. You can check out her first book, Believe, Ask, Act. We will put the link in the show notes so you can check that out. And if you want to learn more about her story, read the book. Also listen to her first episode on the Balanced Blonde podcast. Also, I've been getting so many questions lately on Instagram about psychic messages, intuition, mediumship, Pleiadians, aliens, all this good stuff. So this is a great episode for you to listen to and to dive deep into. And also that first episode with Marianne, which we'll link in the show notes, is a great one as well to dive deep and to learn. So before we dive into the episode, I wanted to give you a couple reminders. Number one, if you take the time to rate and review this podcast, I love to thank you by sending you a free copy of my Soul on Fire Yoga ebook. So all you have to do is rate and review the Balance Bond podcast in iTunes. Send me a screenshot to my email, jordan at thebalancebond.com, and I will send you my free ebook as a thank you all about yoga and all the awesome stuff. Secondly, I wanted to celebrate the fact that the Balanced Blonde digital store is now open and I'm so excited. So you can find that on my website, thebalancedblonde.com and just go up to courses on the top or just go straight to the Balanced Blonde digital store, which we will link also in the show notes here, where you can now find all of my offerings on line and in one place. So waking back up to your own soul has relaunched my spiritual course that talks all about channeling, Pleiadians, waking back up to your spirit, etc. Detox Your your Life has also relaunched my plant-based ebook and you can find Soul on Fire, the yoga ebook there too. We have a special deal running for the launch week. So this will just be running for a couple more days. So definitely get on top of it when you listen to this episode, because I think the deal will only be live until this coming Sunday, which is, what would that be? It would be like March 8th or March 9th. Forgive me if I don't know. Yeah. March 8th. And that is by using the code SOULFAM, S-O-U-L, 
fam at checkout for 11% off of the courses, the bundles, all the incredible fun things that we're offering. So lastly, before we dive into the episode, I want to thank our sponsor for today's show, Hum Nutrition. Hum Nutrition is my favorite beauty supplement company. I'm sure you've heard me talk all about them over the years on the podcast because they are my go-to for all things supplements, pretty much. I take their daily cleanse, which is a liver cleansing supplement. It has so many good vitamins and minerals in it. It's very natural. Everything on Hum Nutrition is non-GMO, sustainable, pure and potent. Most of it is vegan. So if you're vegan like myself, you can just quickly check to see if the product that you're ordering on Hum Nutrition are vegan. If you're not sure where to start, which I think is how a lot of people feel with supplements, just know that you can talk to a registered dietitian or nutritionist on Hum Nutrition's website, which really sets them apart. You just take this quick three-minute quiz and then you can chat with a nutritionist about what your deficiencies are, how your body feels, and what you feel might best serve you when it comes to taking specific supplements and adding supplementation into your life. We also love the Mighty Night, which is overnight cell renewal for skin and body, helps you fall asleep. We love it so much that we gave out the Mighty Night in our gift bags at our wedding. It's full of just very good for you natural ingredients like CoQ10, valerian root, passion flower, peppermint, which are all good for falling asleep and also just good for digestion, for feeling well, all the good things. So I love Hum Nutrition. They're incredible. They're completely premium quality, always gluten-free, always top of the line. So use that code SOUL, S-O-U-L, for 20% off of your first Hum Nutrition order at humnutrition.com. And now, without further chit-chat, let's get into this amazing mediumship episode with Marianne. Marianne, I'm so happy that we're finally meeting in person, even though it feels like we've known each other forever. It really does feel like that, that we've known each other forever. And I finally like get to hug you and squeeze you. I yes, know. You're I'm such so a glad. spiritual, maternal energy in my life. And I turn to you for so many things every time I'm really not feeling well. And when I'm traveling and before we got married, I'm always like, Marianne, what, what's going on with me? What do, what do you have to tell me? And you always are so kind and you give me your time and you are the most talented medium. I've ever met and I make a habit of meeting mediums and psychics because I'm obsessed and your gift is next level. So tell our people listening if they haven't heard the previous two episodes with you, who you are, what you do and kind of how it all began. Well, first, thank you for that high praise because I know that you do make a point to keep in check with your spirituality. And so I'm very flattered. Thank you so much. And I do feel like your spiritual mama sometimes, like that I just, yeah. I just love your energy. And when you reach out, 
even when you don't sometimes, right? I'm just prompted. Yeah, you reach and, and out I to just, me and you are always spot on. I'm like, wait a minute, I have something for Jordan. So I appreciate that. Thank you. And I love your energy and I'm happy to be here. And I am Marian DeMarco. I'm a psychic medium and I've been reading people for years and years now. I love what I do. I connect with loved ones on the other side, not only your loved ones, but your guides and your angels. And I try to promote the love within you, the intuition within you to hear your own guidance and to get you guys to listen to spirit and then really to act on what it is they tell you to do. And so that's what I do and I love it. Yeah, that's the best part. The yeah. acting, because we all have such strong intuitions, but acting on it is a big part of actually making it part of your life. Yeah. So how did all of this begin? I know the first episode we had you on, you shared a lot of your background, but just a refresher. How did you become psychic? Was this a lifelong gift? I mean, I know, I know the story, mm-hmm. but tell I us. I started when I was very young. I knew that, well, I thought it was normal, actually. I would dream of people that were deceased. I would see things around me. I would know things before they happened. And my mom is super spiritual and was really into this connection with higher power and really understanding our intuition. And so she didn't excuse it away when I was a child. She would take me to meditation classes with her. I was meditating when I was like five and six years old, like sitting with all these people chanting and doing things that most five-year-olds aren't doing. And I found that growing up that way made it all really normal and made it all acceptable to me. I didn't know that it was different. It wasn't until I got a little older that I knew it had a name that it was this psychic sixth sense, this this sort of a thing, this medium sort of a thing. And I didn't know what to do with it for many, many years. And then in my 30s, I was really in a bad place. I was depressed and going through a divorce and it was really hard. And I was very grief stricken because we had lost my father-in-law, whom I was very close with quite tragically. And I wound up going to a spiritual healer named Pat Longo And she said to me, I know how to teach you how to do this. When I sat with her and I started to explain the experiences that I've had all my whole life, she said to me, you're just not hearing them the right way. And she told me that spirit comes in my own voice, which was earth shattering to me. I didn't realize that. I thought it was like some spooky disembodied thing. And it wasn't. It's really that voice within you that is being guided by the other side. And once I learned how to listen, within just a couple of weeks, I was reading people in her classes. It was like, oh, that's how you do it. Like the light bulb went off. Wow. And I've been reading ever since. And I absolutely love what I do for a living. It's fascinating. It's reassuring as a human as a soul walking this earth, it's just comforting it to is know that comforting. there's a bigger picture out there. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, what have, have the spirits told you, where do they go when they die? I know that's a very big question from- That's a really good question, actually. Well, I'll give you two scenarios. One is when I, I've learned how to control my visits and dreams. If you have dreams of lost loved ones on the other side and they feel really lucid and very clear and very tangible and something that's real, really real. That's a visit. And Mm -hmm. you guys shouldn't ignore them. Don't ignore your visits because they're really beautiful experiences. It's like little visiting hours with your loved one. And in recent years, I've learned how to control them. And so when I realize there's a visit going on, I'm like, oh, wait, that's a lost loved one. And I can 
strike up a conversation. And yeah. so, and I've had a little control over that. So I recently have been asking them, so what goes on on the other side? And they always shush me. As we're if not supposed we're to not know. We're not supposed to know. That's what I always think mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. I get this very grand feeling that we're not supposed to know. Mystery of because faith, Because if we right? knew, we right. would kind of, kind of know the mystery. Supposed to be a little bit of a mystery because we are here to learn. And I think it would be a distraction if we really knew um, the grand picture that is the universe. Having said that, what I've channeled and what I've heard from Spirit when I do readings is that there is work to do on that other side. There is no worldly woe holding us down that we release all of that when we leave this earth, which I find really beautiful. And I think it clears us to be able to get to work that our soul remembers each lifetime and that with each lifetime, we take an imprint of the experiences that we had and those experiences carry us through and we learn and we continue to learn and build as a soul And that there is this beautiful peace and light and warmth on that other side. And there's a bigger understanding of how the universe works, this beautiful infinity symbol between us and them, and that we need them and they need us. Mm -hmm. And that I find the most comforting. I'm not afraid to die. I don't know how I'm going to get there. (laughs) At what point are not my favorite thoughts in the world, but I feel like it's just a continuation of, of life. And Mm -hmm. I find that just fascinating and comfortable. I do too. Something I always think about and wonder with spirits who mediums speak to is if they're going into their next lifetime, Mm -hmm. are we not able to speak to them anymore? Is the soul more of like an ever-present thing? It's a big question. Well, Kim Kardashian just had that whole, um, did you see that? No. That she was talking about her youngest baby being the reincarnation of her father. Oh, I oh, I did not know Assam, that. Yeah, and that a psychic had told her that when she was in Bali and no one even knew that the surrogate was pregnant. It was very interesting right. and that a few people have told her that. And I think that sometimes that that can happen uh, for the most part. And so that's like a quicker turnaround for me. For the most part, when I read people, I find that I can go back as far as great grandparents. Mm-hmm. Sometimes what I've experienced is that I hear a lot of people say, oh, that person never comes through. I'm surprised that they came through. And so sometimes I think it's just a frequency thing. Right. But the continuation on that other side and whether they come back or not, or they move on to a higher level of consciousness, which can also happen. I think we're the only ones on that time frame. Right. And so I don't think there is a time thing yeah, that goes on. This time doesn't really over exist there. Up yeah, there. It's sort of more our illusion that we've created, mm-hmm. and so the idea of them being that they can kind of swoop in and swoop out. Some psychics believe that our soul could split on that other side, and there's like this osmosis sort of thing that takes place, and so that has something to do with reincarnation. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not experienced that, but. I find that there's like a hundred year kind of a thing. Okay, that makes sense. That for me. Yeah. That I've, I mean, I've gone way back on people. People are like, hey, that person's been gone for 40 years. You know, I hear that often and they're really surprised. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. And then what's your take on soulmates and twin flames and like being with people through the lifetimes? Because I Uh really, really feel that me and Jonathan have been together in many lifetimes. And then I have other people who I feel are soulmate, soulmates as well that I didn't end up with that maybe I did in previous lives. Mm-hmm. So, so there's what is the your idea take? of soul packs. 
and that we travel with the same soul pack lifetime after lifetime, like it or not. Right. And so we always hear of this idea of unfinished business. You and Jonathan definitely have been souls together. I read past lives often, which is really fun. How have we never done that? I don't know how we've never done that. We have to have a total past life session. You'll love it. I don't, um, some people regress. I do a meditation thing, which Mm -hmm. I feel a little bit comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have definitely been in a past life together. You have played the role flip-flop often, but you're so contractual that you always find each other again. You're very rarely any other role than each other's love interest. Yeah. And you often, both of you go through pretty hairy times in your love lives before you get to each other. It's almost like you have to have a rough time of it before. And so before you see each other again, this way the appreciation comes back so strongly. Yes. That's how I feel about us wholeheartedly Mm -hmm. where I went through some really challenging relationships and they make me appreciate what a good, good person he is Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so many little things about him that it's the way he elevates you. I think that, you know, that I love, he's often been behind you. You've always been a strong voice in each lifetime and he's always kind of that silent force that's behind you, which I really love about him. And I've never met him either. We have, you know, this is yeah. the first time I'm meeting you face to face. So I can't wait. I for know you guys that to he does that, that calming effect. And he's done that lots of lifetimes. But yeah. when he has to say something, it's very clear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's it's a sensitive clear. soul. And, yeah. and when he feels a certain way, he makes it, it known. Makes it very known. It's true. I feel like. The wisdom that he shares with me is totally otherworldly and past lifetime vibes mm-hmm. to it because the way that he reminds me every day who I am, what's important to me, mm-hmm. to rest, to slow down is very wise, mm-hmm. but disguised in like very normal conversation, but it's so wise. There's a knowing I think that comes along with that as well. Even we're all flawed. And so even within those flaws, there's this sort of beautiful knowing that they're still right, that that is still the one that's right. And I always explain it as there's this calmness that comes over. I know for myself with with my husband, it's a calmness, no matter what we're going through, no matter what chaos life may bring, no matter any high or any low, at the end of the day and the beginning of each, I wake up content and there that level of peacefulness is my cue yeah. for it being ah, exactly the way it's supposed to be. This is who is supposed to be by my side because that there's never that question there and it's from within. We can always question where we are in life and who right. we're with and what we're doing, but that inner knowing just never wavers. Yes. Which is lovely. Absolutely. And that to me has that very strong twin soul, soulmate, and we have many. Mm-hmm. We have them in friendships. We have them in family. We have them in people that yes. we just know. Like you and I, like we just have this connection. We just know it. Yeah, We're it's supposed so to be here, you know, speaking mm-hmm. about things together and helping each other heal the way we do. And I think that's really beautiful. And I think it's something that I love to teach because when you bring that into the world, you just spread that kind of right. love and peacefulness. It's beautiful. Yeah makes the world a much yeah, more loving place. Yeah, because we're all connected. Right. 
We really are. <laughs> we really I know. Are. So in that way, do you not really believe in coincidences? Like, oh, no. Okay, neither My do husband I. always laughs at me because mm-hmm. I'm like, he'll say, maybe it was a coincidence. You right. know? And I say, nope. No There's no coincidence for me. Even what feel can feel like a disastrous mistake is purposeful. There is a reason why these things happen and it's how we dissect them and how we interpret our own journey and our own story. That is what the universe has given us is our true gift that that we have the power to interpret and to create whatever it is that we want really. Right. How we want to perceive things. And that's, that's where I think this whole idea of something bigger than ourselves and, and, but it's part of us as well. And it's very orchestrated. Yeah. Part of that's super orchestrated. Yeah. You know, I can see that. So, the mechanics of it all. Yeah. So for people who are feeling very psychic, yes. what, what would be your first teachings to them of how to hone in on that and how to make it more part of their life? The first thing is what I, when I have students come to me, I have a lot of students who come to me feeling they don't really know why they're in the classroom. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not really sure. And I always tell them it's their first psychic acknowledgement. They listen to a cue. They listened to their gut who said, maybe you should take that class. Maybe you should think about going in and sitting down with that psychic lady and mm-hmm. hearing some information. That in itself is listening to your intuition. So the idea that they followed that cue and they listened that first time and they said, let me go take this class with that psychic lady. You've already opened up. You're listening to your intuition. You're understanding that it's important. There's something there. Why am I going to this? Why do I need to learn how to connect? If you can accept the fact that you're supposed to be there, believe that you're worthy enough to be able to connect and have that gift, you will already start to open up yourself to the energy of guidance and listening and understanding what you're hearing. That cue, the universe responds to that cue. And it's like, it's instantaneous. Wow. Yeah, it's so cool. So basically just trust. Trust. Trust that inner guidance. If there's Mm -hmm. somewhere that you want to show up, somewhere that feels like you should be there, then- Repetitive themes are very interesting. Um, I always tell people, sometimes they wait for a psychic to kind of give them the cue or, you know, that validation, but you really don't need a psychic to do that. I mean, I love that people come to me. I want them to, but you yourself have that ability. So if you're paying attention to the fact that three people told you about their acupuncturist and then you were walking and you randomly saw this acupuncture office and, you know, that repetitive theme and you starting to pay attention to that is you listening to the guidance. That is you using your abilities and your intuition and understanding, okay, they're beating something into my head. I'm seeing all these signs. Let me pay attention to it. We all want to deal with signs. We'd love to put the signs out there. And I always tell people, put the sign out there. And if you've seen it once, then trust that the universe has you and that you can hear them and listen. And so that's what I teach my students coming in is really that trust, knowing you can do it, you can make the connection and that there's a reason why spirit put you in this position in the first place and got you thinking about it. Mm -hmm. I love that because when those themes come up, like you're saying about the acupuncturist, (laughs) that stuff happens all the time in everyday life. And literally acupuncture is that for me right now because people keep reminding me to be more consistent with it. And then you reminded me today. So we're channeling it for you. Right. And it's something that I need to reprioritize in my life again. It's so clear. It's important. It's, I find it more comforting honestly, than anything. We're continually being guided. There is 
love around us all the time and it's accessible to us if you Mm -hmm. so choose. And our thoughts go along with that because they're so powerful. And if you can push your fear to the side, embrace it in a way, right? But get it to the side enough that you can open up yourself up to their guidance and understand that they are here for us and that we have the gift to connect and that we're entitled to. Mm-hmm. That's when the magic starts to really happen. You can really start to manifest amazing things in your life, not only for yourself, but for others. And so I love giving messages to other people. Yeah. And if you get to that point or that level where you feel like you want to start to listen for other people, you should take classes mm-hmm. and be consistent and understand that it is important and it's you have to be careful with people's feelings and really right. know how to communicate and understand your signs and symbols and that there is, you know, a skill behind it that should be taught. Right. And find a good teacher to do that. Yeah, I'm at that stage where I would really like to take classes because which we will totally talk about yes. because I get messages all the time for people mm-hmm. and I have to say thank you to you for even ever bringing this into my consciousness because before the first time we ever did a podcast together and I met you. I don't think any of this was even really in my realm of thinking. Mm -hmm. And then after hearing you say that um, spirit comes to you in your own voice, I'm like, oh my God, maybe I don't just have the most overactive mind (laughs) that I ever thought could exist and just get all these ideas. And I started automatic writing, which Mm -hmm. is something that you teach in your first book. And now I get messages all the time. I mean, all the time, but I don't really you ever know what them. to do with them. You trust the messages. Yeah. And what you want to do, if you don't know what to do with them, you have to start. I do a very basic exercise with my students. You ask who, what, where, when, why? Who is this message for? What do you want them to know? Where is it coming from? How do I get it to them? Because the idea of delivering a message, I know we see a lot of psychics on TV and, you know, they're, they're walking into stores and they're doing, that's great. It's just for television. They make them do that, but you don't really want to give somebody a message unless they're ready to receive it. Right. You know? And so you sort of have to ask, how do I get this message to somebody? I have a lot of the time I have, my boundaries are up, you know, when I'm shut down Mm -hmm. and I'm not always channeling but children are allowed to come through to me. And I often will get children kind of break the barrier and they'll want me to contact their parent or their person. And I tell them, no, you have to arrange that the other way around. Right. I have to find you. 95% of the time that parent will find me. It could be a year later. Do you tell them like, oh, your child came to me. Usually I have to have some sort of connection Right. To the person. Very rarely is it a stranger. That has happened though. Um, No, I just kind of do the reading or Mm -hmm. or I'll say I knew at some point we would be together. I have one friend that I definitely told her, your daughter has been arranging this for years. Oh my God. She came to me in the most random of ways. I'd never had met her, but I knew her mom. And after she passed, she said, I'm going to take care of this. She was like at my bedside. It was bizarre. And she certainly, I was reading people that had nothing to do with the family. I didn't even know these people. And sure enough, they knew them. They were connected. She was popping and popping up in readings. And, and then finally the mom came to me. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. They will definitely make their point. Yeah. They are very, every energy that they are very consistent and insistent about making sure that the messages that are supposed to be heard will be heard. 
I love that. It's cool. It is cool. Yeah. So when, when it comes to psychics, I feel like there's a lot of different types of gifts, right? Because mm-hmm. you're totally a medium. Mm-hmm. And then your friend, Wayne, who's here, Hi, can Wayne. see colors. He's and a psychic. probably a lot more other yep, things he's, too. He's different things. He's neat. If you give him a name, he can tell you all about that person. It's fascinating. Like a name of someone who's passed away? Both. Oh my God. Okay. Well, we have to do that. Yeah. We should, I only have two <laughs> microphones, but at the end of the episode, yeah. we should have you do that, Wayne. We'll if get you're you up Wayne, for we'll it. do that. You didn't know what, what you came along for the ride of today. <laughs> Wayne um, kept me company on my ride into the city. Yeah. So um, what are, what are like the range of gifts and how do people find? Well, I tell people is? try not to, I know we've all heard of, you know, clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsensitive, you know, we see hear, and feel spirit. But what I tell people is try to not get fixated. I have a lot of students who get fixated. I don't see them or I'm not hearing them, right? And then they get really thrown off and they feel blocked. What I tell people is pay attention to all of the senses, not just the sixth. Mm -hmm. Because what happens is spirit might come with a smell. They might come with a memory. They can come with feelings from within you, uh, chills or someone can you know, brush up against you, you know, you have to kind of really open yourself up to the idea that different spirits might communicate in different ways. And that if we can tap into many different frequencies, you can hear all kinds of different things Mm -hmm. and or experience, I should say, all kinds of different things. And so when I'm reading somebody, I might have an energy that's really clear and speaking to me, just like I'm speaking to you. But for some reason, I might have another energy of that same family who wants to only show me signs and symbols in my third eye. Right. Or another one might want me to know that they were a baker and I can start to taste cookies and sugar in my mouth and see powdered sugar being thrown at me. Yeah. And so what I found was I've always been a very expressive person. I, I, I did a lot of acting when I was a kid and I took on a lot of personalities, like that kind of a thing. And I think that's really helped me because I don't have a filter when it comes to Right. What's out there. And I'm not afraid to say what I see and hear and feel and, you know, why am I seeing certain things? And it always makes sense to who I'm sitting with. And so I always tell people, try not to pigeonhole yourself or label yourself because there's so much experience that you can have if you're open to many different ways of receiving that message. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. It's neat. Yeah. I swear ever since I've been in this room where we're recording, (laughs) I've actually seen things. I've seen do you feel that in yeah. here? Yeah. I and feel like you can I feel like you can get touched. Um, oh, that's as well because you're super sensory. Yeah. <laughs> so um, um but that has literally happened. What you're to seeing me. is kind of a circle and a pace sort of going yeah, around and then I the flashes. S- yeah, flashes kind of and start, I saw yeah. a white um figure. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I have the craziest chill <laughs> on the couch here. When I was in bed last night and all the lights were off and I just get a bit scared. I mean, I have, I'm super trusting and mm-hmm. I know that these spirits are all good. That's what I tell well, myself. I know it's not true, but this is what like I tell myself. Energy, you know, there could be heavier energy. I but know. What well, I always is say is do here. your boundary work mm-hmm. and that you're in charge. So we were just talking about, Wayne and I were just talking about on the way in here, seeing some pretty scary stuff. Yeah, you know, when I was a kid, I've I saw been, some pretty scary things. I get things. really scared. What I learned is that I'm in charge. Mm-hmm. And so you have every right to say, you need to go. I said that last Good. night and it worked. Good. Um, yeah, you can get nice and strong about it. Um, and then if it feels, it's supposed to be a little fun. 
Okay. You know, that's a so good way I to always look tell at people, it. if you want to have a little fun with it, that's okay. Yeah. Um, and so again, I'll just be like, well, who are you? I mean, remember you're in a very historic right. area of right. New York right now. And so these buildings hold a lot of energy. Yeah. Um, and so you can have a little fun with it. And then, yeah. it, like I said, if it's frightening, sometimes I, there's only one reason at this point why I see frightening things. And that's because I didn't ground or protect myself oh, right. as much as I should have. And it's actually my spirit guides teaching me a lesson. Right. Um, and I've come to realize now that I don't have to be frightened and I sort of just calm down. And I say, all right, well, what do you want me to do? And I did either was doing too much reading. I didn't bring in my light and protect myself for the day. Um, I, or I'm just exhausted and I'm pushing myself in the wrong ways and not finding that balance of energy that I should be. And they'll, they like to come in and teach me a good lesson about that. that. Makes so often you had a bad dream or yeah. Something freaky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'll show me. Yeah. I get a little scared when I'm by myself because mm-hmm. I'm so used to either being with Jonathan or being with someone. And then here I am in this big room all by myself. Your, oh, your family is always with you though. Right. And so remember that when you're sort of, because a lot of people who are psychic, by the way, have tremendous anxiety. And that would be they me. Have a, yeah. They have a tough time because you're constantly feeling that energy around you. And so if you can start to acknowledge that it is psychic energy, universal energy, you'll, you will definitely calm down. Mm-hmm. And then remember that you at any time can bring in your loved ones. I'm sure right. your mom's mom. Oh yeah. I feel like she's so present. Yeah. Like you just call her right in right, right. and she will be there for you. Uh, she's talking about the month of January is being significant okay. as well. So, like coming up? Yeah. Or, or well, no, not coming gone. up. No. It just so ended, either a birthday, but... an anniversary, anniversary of passing or something significant oh, happened in that month. And um, I actually am going to do a calendar. My parents' anniversary. Oh, they had a so big... No. 35th this year. Ah, no wonder why. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this, just this past January? Yeah. Okay. So she's um, celebrating that. Aww. And she said, that you're going to have tons of things to celebrate is what she's talking about. She said, um, stop worrying how limited our time can be here on earth. Uh-huh. You understand? Yeah. And she said, um, just respect sort of the moment or the vastness of it all. Mm-hmm. She said, um, did Jonathan change his hair or do something different? All the time. <laughs> he cuts his own hair, which drives me insane um, because it does not. He, sorry, Jonathan, but so he doesn't do that good of a job. She's joking about that. She did put more travel around you mm-hmm. as well. I don't know if you were, are you going back to Bali or like doing some well, long I would trip love, like that? I would love to. Okay, but... so she's definitely putting that on there again. And she's telling me it has more of, this is really not work though. This is definitely like your own retreat kind of feeling. She's talking about you having babies sooner rather than later. Yes. And I don't know if you ever thought about having babies in close succession or there's twins around in the family, but there is a close... I keep hearing that. We don't have twins running in the family. So sometimes but... it's one right after right, the other. Right, right. Okay. I could see that. And she said, but don't forget how to celebrate. Okay. You've forgotten a little bit how yeah, to celebrate because you've had, you know, you've had a tough time. And so she's reminding you to celebrate. You have gratitude all the time, but she's reminding you it's okay to kind of laugh again and sort of give in a little bit more. Does that make sense? Yeah. And she says that, because um, that theme is going to, it's going to continue. I she like doesn't want that. you to let go of that. So do See, we know- they just pop in. Ab- about these children who are coming in. Yes. Do we know if they're boys or girls? Do we know when they're coming? Because I Sometimes am a specific I know if they're boys girl. or girls. 
Sometimes I do. Um, I've outed a lot of pregnancies, mm-hmm. sad to say, but I do I do that a lot. Yeah. Um, because I don't know if, I'm always, if I always should. Well, you outed my wedding. I and, did out your you wedding, but we didn't really know, right? I mean, we knew what it was. Well, you but, said he's proposing, or and, which I knew, like he's gonna, <laughs> we're gonna be together forever. But I'm pretty sure he proposed the next week. I think he and did. And it was my followers who were like, "Marianne, call I know it. they called it right out. I know didn't they? it was so great. She is saying the month of September. Ooh, as being I love very that. significant. I love that. And she said because of your work and your healing journey. Mm-hmm. Um. It feels like a comfortable time. I don't know if you have a break around that time, um, but something does feel like you're a little less busy. I'll probably take a break. There you go. And you're able to sort of breathe a little bit more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That feels good. Yeah. She says, let's go down by the water. She said to you. Okay. Okay. So Mm -hmm. it's interesting because I always lean on- Wait, I know why she said that. There's a song. This is so crazy. There's a song by Rufus DeSoul. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, do you know that singer? No, no. Um, he does. We'll put he it does. in the show notes. Beautiful yeah. song. What's it called? Stay With Me or something? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll put it in the show notes. There's an exact lyric that says, I'll meet you by the water. Oh. And I listen to it when I'm at the beach and I feel her presence. Oh, there like, you go. It makes me sob. That's like, a beautiful validation. I could cry just talking about oh, it. So well, she's she acknowledging that. Yeah, meet me down mm-hmm. by the water. I love that. She's um, she's a very protective soul. Mm-hmm. She likes to be around you a lot. Yeah. And she, she said she learned a lot in her life because she liked to teach a lot in her I life. Like that. And so she kind of could do a good preach job. Yeah, she's very wise. Yeah, she passed wise. away when I was six, so Aww. I really didn't get to six, not sick. I don't know if that was clear. Um, yeah, six, six years old. I didn't get to know her that well past that age. It's funny because I was going to I was going to bring up the fact that I think sometimes we have a tendency to lean on family members that we knew very well, mm-hmm. and I never met my grandfather, but he comes up in almost every reading that I've ever had, and I always forget. Right. That they've been with us for a pretty long time. Yeah. You know, that's he died, true. I don't know, right before I was born, I think. Yeah. And so I play around sometimes with the idea of certain family members being assigned to us. That makes sense. And um, I think, you know, she has an assignment there with yeah. you, which is really nice. And, and of I, course, I, they lovingly take it on. For sure. So I did know her actually very well. I should clarify that. It's yeah, just that when, I was young. Yeah, you were young. Yeah. You were young. And but so we I think that. The idea of if you're afraid and you have that anxiety coming, you pull one of your loved ones close to you because they're so comforting. Yeah. And I I mean, I've done it. I've asked, you know, if I've had like one of those moments, I'm like, grandma. I know. In this room, I'm like, there there? are ghosts. There are aliens. I'm freaking out. (laughs) Yeah. And you never know. Mm -hmm. But this is a nice space. I know. It's wonderful. But you're just able to pick up. So wherever you go. Right. Very open and sensitive. I remember um, being in Mexico and I was sleeping next to my husband and, you know, Mexico is full of energy. And I watched this very weird sort of sketched out figure walk across the room. And I was in sort of this weird half sleep sort of twilight. And my husband was next to me. And I said to him, did you see that? And he said, yeah, I did. He did. Yeah. And it was like, what, you know? And so when somebody else validates something that I'm seeing with the naked eye, 
those are the times where I'm like, wow, that's kind of, yeah, that cause was he's usually, he doesn't really do that, mm-hmm. you know? And I thought, well, let's, I, instead of thinking about it as like a scary thing, I just said to him, well, that's cool. Yeah. You know, because it was so neat that he saw it too. So try and have a little fun with it. Yeah. And bring your loved ones in with you as that's well. That's a really, really good tip. Yeah. So can we talk to some of my loved ones? Yeah. I mean, I know we've been talking to my grandma. I love her. (laughs) And your grandfather on your father's side. I know. Okay. So I just thought you probably hear this all the time, but they're always here. I feel like they're like some of my main They're your main peeps. They're always with me. What's he saying? I love him so much. Didn't you have a teacher that passed though? Yeah. Okay. Because somebody just said, don't forget the teacher. So yeah, Miss LeMay. I'm going to have that person come in as well. She says you need to stretch. Yeah. She gave you a good, long kind of She's so you know, right. stretching. My body is so She brittle. said she's been playing with numbers. Remember when I walked in and you said, is it 201 yeah, or one? Yeah. So she said she's been playing with numbers with you. And she says, um, I keep her in check. Yeah. She went like that. Mm-hmm. She's kind of snapping. She's talking about the month of March as being significant as well. You understand that? And she says that... Um, she likes to go traveling with you. She said she's helping you channel more books. Yeah, and she said you're behind the eight ball. That's what, what does she that said. mean again? It means um, you should have already started mm-hmm. some more projects. Mm-hmm. That, oh right, you know. I see that. So again, it's just she's the right. idea of getting. Yeah, she's kind of like that with you. Is there. Mm-hmm. She says you're absolutely not blocked. So make sure that you pay attention to sort of going forward. She said, don't be afraid to make a move residential as well um yeah could be yeah it's bigger mm-hmm. um and she's been messing with your cat oh my she god tells me as well <gasps> really okay. in what way so if she's been acting a little strange she says um i i mean i don't have cats but i know sometimes they can be a little aloof but yeah. your cat i don't know if she's been really getting close to you or like well we are intensely is, close okay it's a boy oh, um it, we are is insanely he like, close is he getting like is there like a sleeping thing that's going on because yeah in the middle of the night he comes up to my face like this <laughs> and we're nose to nose and it's like we're communicating like literally touching she faces. thinks that's hilarious and mm-hmm. she's kind of like getting a kick out of him you know sort of coming up he There's is something so about his food that's changing yeah, we need we need to change his food. Okay, so I don't know if he's getting finicky or like that. something is sort of taking place, but he's trying to tell you yeah, he's that not the food needs to be food. changed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's... I need to get on this like really specific raw food from New Zealand. Any skin stuff going on with him or like anything Ooh. with his fur? Not that I uh, know of. Good, but so I... that's... If I'm seeing the food change and then I start to feel it like... On okay, these sorts I'm of things. Do Sometimes that. it's an allergy thing. Okay. And so just um, pay attention to that. He's a little uh, grainish or something. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a grain thing that I don't love for him, but okay, yeah. just look into that. But she's definitely all over your Aww, stuff like this. That's cool. Your grandfather is um, jingling coins in his pocket. For me, he says, I was absolutely at the ceremony. Mm. And he says, and I was honored there as well. Okay. He says, um, I walked beside her. Did both of your parents walk you down? Just my dad. He walks beside you. Okay. And he says, um, I've always got my hand on her head and sort of like doing this for you. You understand? Yeah. And he says, uh, she's been calling me a lot. Yeah. So if you're calling him totally in, true. You know, he says mm-hmm. it like, uh, I'm always like, 
in the vibe of in the rotation, so to speak, of coming in. He is. He says, "Tell her." I mean, I can't believe he's saying this to you because I think you do do this. But he said you have to dream bigger. Okay, he no, like I, that, that makes sense. Makes sense yeah. to you. Okay, good. He said, um, "You don't have to compartmentalize so much." Yeah, it's okay to have a free flowing big picture. Mm-hmm. And he said, it's not sort of this first, then that it's let it all just kind Ooh, of come in. Does that make great. sense? Tons of sense. You're such a little list maker these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I have like a plan, which yeah. is very unlike me. So yeah, I need to just let it go. It's funny. Yeah. So he's sort of telling you, you know, go back to the free flow. You're buying a little bit into the illusion and that's what's sort of stressing you out. Yeah. And we were just talking about renaming roles and sort of playing with the idea. Um, I think it was Jay Shetty who was talking about this, but I love him. Um, but the idea of renaming whatever your world you want it to be. Right. You know, and you can create it however you like. And so you are like, I feel like your label should just be like boss Mm-hmm. coming into 2020. Yeah, like, I like that a lot. Yeah, and so I, they're kind of asking you to own that, especially your grandfather. He's like your biggest cheerleader back there. He's, like He's so, so sweet I about love it him. all. He put books all around the room. Who's the avid reader? Me. You are, mm-hmm. uh, any, but like, are you piling them up recently? Oh yeah. You're like feverish for all it. All the time, for sure. How saying it, mm-hmm. okay? I don't know what that means. Probably just that I'm buying all these books that, I'm not really reading because I'm buying so many of them. It's a lot of books. Yeah. But he's putting henna all over you. Really? Like henna tattoos. Interesting. Let's do that. I almost feel like I want you to dive into a little bit more an expansion of positivity, right? And sort of that connection to earth and positivity and all of that. Makes sense? Like Mm -hmm. it's a mind expansion thing. It's horizons. Yeah. Uh, you're connected. You're going to do this past life thing. Yeah. Wayne I says want past to. Life. I agree. It's sort of this, um, it's like they're opening you up. Oh yeah. You were definitely, I have you all in henna and That's like really this cool. really kind of, even like the ring to the earring kind of a thing, like this really cool past life sort of stuff. Wow. And I want you to sort of write about that as well. I want you to have these okay. experiences, but your grandfather is saying, because you wanted to talk about soul packs and you guys were definitely in this lifetime together and you're going to experience something that has to do with being part of that culture mm-hmm. in this lifetime. Yeah. No, I feel like I've started to because I've started doing like plant medicine and working with shamans and there you go. And it's a path that's very Does it feel familiar? Oh yeah. 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 That's cool. Mm-hmm. So when you have that connection to different culture, you are probably tapping into past life stuff. Remember the soul remembers we all have an imprint. It yes. etches like a thumbprint. And we have these triggers that kind of feel familiar. They sort of remind us, like, I love Egypt. I'm obsessed. Like, anytime anything comes on, Egyptian, I know I have had to be in a past life there. Yeah. And so I was in France a couple of years ago, and I, I, knew, I knew what was around the corner. I knew every time I turned a corner that it would even feel more familiar. And so those are the types of things that you can start to pay attention to cultures that you feel really drawn to. And we can learn from them again because it's almost like we're being reminded of what the soul learned and what we were taught. And then you bring it into this lifetime and then you even have more knowledge. That's very cool. And then you're even expanding yourself even more. 
So play with that. And he's, he's very, your grandfather is very into knowledge, mm-hmm. likes to kind of, was he self-made? Not really. Okay. I mean, he's, well, yes, he was very content with his life. He was. Who, someone's talking about the self-made man. My dad. Now. You're your dad. My dad, okay. 100%. He's learned a lot, he said. Mm-hmm. He's healing really nicely. He's healing. He said, and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love to hear that. He said his smile is genuine again. And he said, you can tell the difference. Yes. Yeah. Yes. When I go into your dad's energy, yeah, everything's sort of calm again. And he took like a ton of paperwork and like hot mess kind of stuff. And he put a big gold lock on it as if to say, we're going to put that right over there. Mm-hmm. All to rest. For sure. Good. Um, he said that your dad is learning a lot about picking up where he left off as well. And sometimes that's returning to things that we kind of love to do mm-hmm. or really finding ourselves again and understanding our voice. He's just, um, it's just such a calm feeling that I have around him. Who rides horses or was into the horses? My best friend, okay. Katie. And she's passed, Katie? No, oh, she's no, here, thank no. God. Okay. Yeah. And she has like a um, female figure on the other side too, like a mom figure, a grandmom figure on yeah, the other side. Yeah, that could be her grandma. Okay. And tell... There's a um, residential change that's coming up for her. Okay. There's a bigger commitment that she's going to start to make as well. Do mm-hmm. you understand that? And that she's to be super excited about all of it. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. And I love she's, that Because she's her. a little nervous. Mm-hmm. She does not like gray area. No. She was here. Not at all. She doesn't like gray area at all. She's... But um, you're helping her a lot. And so the grandmom figure on the other side is thanking you for that. She said, you give her tremendous guidance. And she said, I had to come in. And she says, um, <laughs> you've kicked some bad people to the curb uh-huh. for her oh, as yeah. well. <laughs> and <laughs> she's so hilarious. grateful for that. Is she in a relationship right now? No. There's someone coming her way, but she had to do a lot of house cleaning. Oh my God. Before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does for that sure. make sense? Yeah. I'm not going to say names because they're giving me names, but I told them no. Uh, I'll, oh tell, my I'll God. tell you it after. after yeah, because we can't hilarious. wrap people out. But um, she's telling me that she's got a lot of protection around her and she needed that for a while. And now it's kind of full force. Mm-hmm. She needs to accept how smart she is. Yeah. As well. She's super smart. She and is. She's, she's sort so of smart. like, she sort of believed the negativity for a while. And wow. now that's sort of, it could be scary, you know, when you start to hear your voice again. Yeah. You know, absolutely. You're like, oh, there I am. Mm-hmm. Now what am I going to do with it? Yeah. And she's got a little bit of that for me. That's really cool. Yeah. It's good. She yeah. should do, um, does she have, does she like numbers? Uh, yeah. She's very organized. She should do a little numerology. Oh, yeah. I yeah. I should like do that. it. Get her a session. Yep. Definitely. Because I, yeah, introduce her to all the spiritual I things. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's good at it. She's got anxiety. She just has to acknowledge her own gifts and sort of like the healer within. And she had, like I said, she had to go through some stuff, but mm-hmm. I like the balance that you bring each other. I like Jonathan around her. Yeah. So they yeah, have a nice, her. there's like a nice play there. Mm-hmm. Does he have a brother? Yep. Jonathan? Jonathan does have a brother. They're very close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just talk I about our, Irish twins. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're close. Yeah, twelve months apart. They make each other so happy. I know it's so cute. They're like a little tag team of happiness. They're hilarious together. That way. Yeah, they're really mm-hmm. funny. Very happy people. And his brother is funny because 
sometimes we think one sibling is really the one that sort of carries the other. But sometimes when I read, I really can see like that that sibling that's either like the firstborn or the one that always seems to have their act together is really the one that relies on the other. Uh And they have that, I like the way his brother sort of puts his head on Jonathan's shoulder. Yeah. That makes sense. It does. It's really cute. there's this great infinity between the two of them, which is really beautiful because it's almost like Jonathan would never rat him out, so to speak. It's like, you know, he knows how sensitive he is, but he keeps it in check for his brother. It's really, really nice. Mm-hmm. It's a nice family unit going on over there, which I really love. I love but it I keep, too. I keep hearing baby makes three. Oh, I love that. Over and over and over <laughs> again. Nope. Wayne confirms. Oh, chills. You Happiness. think she's going to have four? I... Baby makes four. Oh, because she's going to have two. Yeah, she's definitely going to have yeah. two. She might have three. I, th- I want to have three. I do want to have three. Yeah, she might have three. We'll see. Might be the twin thing I I'm if just I saying. have twins, <laughs> oh my God, it would be exciting. That would be so I would be exciting. so happy. Yeah. Let's talk about glowy skin. So everybody is asking on social media and in all the other places, how do I get my skin to glow? How do I get my skin to look like yours? All the different things. So first of all, my skin's actually going through a flare right now, but... Overall, I feel that my skin glows from the inside out because of my lifestyle, first and foremost. And secondly, because of my skincare products that I'm obsessed with, Osea Malibu. So Osea Malibu is the original plant-based, results-driven skincare line. Obviously, they're based here in Southern California. I'm a huge fan. They have a storefront in Venice that I love to go to and hang out and get facials. So you can go to oseamalibu.com slash balancedblonde for $10 off of your first purchase of $50 or more. You will also get free shipping for U.S. orders of $75 or more, and you'll get a free sample with every order. So a few things I love about Osea are that they stand for the elements of wellness, ocean, sun, earth, and atmosphere. So their mission feels very aligned with the Balanced Blonde mission, which is to get back to nature, get back to the earth, and nourish and purify our bodies from the inside out. They're all about that inner radiant glow. So Osea can help with so many different things from revealing and illuminating your natural radiance, whether you're looking for hydration, oil balancing, anti-aging, or blemish solutions. So I personally am always looking for a blemish solution, but I know my mom is always looking for anti-aging and we both love these products for different reasons. Every product is sustainably packaged non-toxic, cruelty-free, vegan, and made with love in California. You can get a personal skin consultation and a customized facial with their in-house experts. When you stop by the Osea store, you can speak with a specialist about the best products for you and your long-term skin health. So they're pretty much awesome. I'm sure you've heard me talk about some of their products like their Ocean Cleanser and their Black algae mask, which is completely vegan. I've really found that it's been helping me with purification and getting some of those blemishes to calm down. It's very anti-inflammatory, totally natural. Their products are always infused with natural 
beauty from the earth. So check them out. Go to osea.com slash balanced blonde for $10 off your first purchase of $50 or more. Check them out. They are amazing. And tag me on Instagram when you try them. They are my absolute faves. Now let's head back into this episode with Marianne. May has work changes for you. Okay. And that all feels like a lot of building and climbing and expansion. They're talking about new people coming into the mix as well. They're talking about different things with your voice. Uh, And when I say that, I mean, your story for me gets bigger and you're just sharing. I know you've shared so much of this journey and now you're going to share so much of the healing that has taken place. It's sort of like getting over to the other side of it all and how you're, because it's interesting, you know, you can be healed, but still be triggered. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I have a friend who really went through a lot of uh, terrible time with Lyme and I always, it took her a long time and I think she's still working on it, honestly, and you can validate it if this relates to you, but it's hard to not think like a sick person. So hard. Right. Because everything hard. feels like a, like, with Lyme especially, you're always waiting for that shoe to drop because you just never know how it's going to behave. Exactly. You know? And so they're talking about you really teaching people how to see through that fog and understand that it's okay to be cautious and it's okay to be thoughtful, but to put it in a place and let it allow it its moment and not allow it to kind of overtake mm-hmm. so that everything becomes fearful. That and makes they're sense. all applauding you for being in New York. Yay. Because this was a big deal. It was a huge deal. Like even to get on the plane. Huge deal. It was like a big deal. And you almost didn't come. Nope. Exactly. Like a couple of days before. Yeah. Like I I feel like two or three days you were like, ah, maybe I'll just, you know, cancel out and I'll get out of here and that'll be it. And they said, no, that this is it. Oh, I'm so glad. You did a good job. I'm really, really glad that I ended up here. I'm so happy because I got to see you, which I know we never get to do. So that Seriously, was know, so, so that special. Was, it was really, really good. How cool. Oh, oh my it. God. I, I love, love this. Do you anyone... need to kind of get, do you have angel cards or anything? I have like different tarot cards and things mm-hmm. at home, mm-hmm. but if there's a deck you recommend or. Well, I like a deck um, called universal angel cards. I've been using that forever. Nora Monaco and Juliet Jeffries. Okay. There's a middle name, Hobbs. Juliet cool. Hubs. Juliet Hubs Jeffrey, I think is who it is, but it's Universal Angel Cards and you can get them on Amazon. Um, I like those. I love Gabby's decks. Gabby Bernstein's yeah, decks are fantastic. So Super great. attractor and the universe has your back. Those yeah. are both fabulous decks. Those are great affirmations. Mm-hmm. And the other one, um, the one that I spoke about prior has words on them. And then, so you pick a word. And that's a great affirmation. But I would like you to get decks to read people. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, I think I want to kind of veer you away from the affirmation decks and really have you find a deck that works mm-hmm. for you. Now, you can go straight tarot if you want. Um, or And I always tell people, don't read the interpretations of the tarots. Interpret yourself. Mm-hmm. Wayne, do you agree with that? He's a tarot. He does tarot. You love your cards. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's he reads, great. Yeah. And so the idea then is that the reason why I don't love an interpretation given to you is because I think that you can really open up more if you learn how to interpret your own signs and symbols that spirit is giving to you. And so the expansion then begins. You can use the cards, 
But as you flip them, you're going to look and you're going to say, what does that card mean to me? Or what is the message that I'm supposed to give this person? And then allow for the signs and symbols and images to come through that way or the voice in itself mm-hmm. and then deliver the message that way. I think mm-hmm. that sometimes when an interpretation is given to you, it can confine. Yeah, that makes a does lot of sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so have a little fun. Get Jordan reading. I would love that. When I've done um, some plant medicine experiences, with ayahuasca, I was shown me with a tarot deck and it was like my language. Like I understood yeah. it. Well, that's completely. a great confirmation that I didn't mm-hmm. know you did that. So this mm-hmm. is good. This is a good confirmation then yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah. So what they're showing you is what you're capable of doing. And so start to work. I always tell people if you've been taking classes and you and I have been speaking for a while, so um, you're being taught and you're being shown. And so that's great. And so if they're kicking it up a level start with your friends, you know, have people that you sort of trust come in and maybe they have a question in their mind that you know nothing about. And then you can start to pull the cards for them and then interpret that way. I love that. I do like a crystal next to you when you're reading. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I like a good um, conductor. That feels really nice. Have you been playing with pendulums? Yeah. I love pendulums. (laughs) So they kind of put the pendulums out there. Just remember to sage all of your tools, whatever it is that you use. You're funny. You do have sort of a witchy um, past life. You've got some Wicca stuff going on. I can see the rods, you know, coming in. I wonder if she was in Salem. There's I feel something. like I was. Yeah. I almost wrote a like book a about Salem it. Vibe I going almost on. wrote like when I was in Bali, I got this crazy inspiration to write a fiction book about the Salem witch trials. There you go. And then I was going to order all these books on Amazon and read up on it and You've do it. You've already been there. You might as well just write. I know. I could probably. Yeah. And I was going to reread the Crucible. This is all coming back to me. That's, you have to do it. Yeah. Here's a quick past life little thing that you can do if you want, and and your listeners can do this. This is a fun one. You can put yourself into meditation however you like. Um, it doesn't have to be complicated. Do deep breathing. If you're not a meditator out there and you find it difficult, just do some nice conscious breath. I am breathing in and I am breathing out. Ask your guides for protection and light. And then you can picture a door in front of you, any door that you want. You can make it as ornate or simple as you like. And as you walk through the door, you, if you're a little nervous, you can have a guide walk with you or a loved one. And you're going to walk through the door telling yourself you're protected and being guided. When you walk through, there should be a mirror in front of you. Again, you can make the mirrors ornate or simple as you like. You could be in a room, you can be on a street, wherever. But I want you to pay attention to your reflection and what you look like. And you could start by looking down at your shoes. Sometimes they'll look like they're from a different era, you know? And as you gaze up into the mirror, you might then see an image that is not the reflection as you know it today. And so you'll start to kind of play with the idea of who, who was I yeah, in that past life. That's really fun. I've done that where I've been on, um, actually the streets of New York as they look very much right now where we are down here because the cobblestone and things like that. And, and as you get good at it and you expand on that, you can really start to get full stories of who you were. Yeah, that's really cool. And as you come cool. out of it, again, you want to like exit that door protect, bring white light, bring yourself back into your space, do that in a really um, purposeful way because you want to come back protected and grounded Mm -hmm. and write out what it is that you saw and you will start to see a whole story. And I will be shocked if you did that and wouldn't wind up in Salem somewhere or uh, something Salem-ish. Yeah. So funny because I actually, 
I do that. And without you, like before I even knew that that was a, a thing, um, Very I cool. do that where I'll just stare into the mirror and then I'll see like so many different facets of myself just kind of like People do changing that uh, awake and, staring into the mirror, like as you're as your eyes are open, like yeah. literally staring into a physical real mirror. Oh, no, no. That's what I meant. Oh, is that what you do? And that's the images change? Do. do you do yeah. those? That kind of freaks me out. But yeah, people do that. Well, I I've... see the shape shifting on everyone's Isn't face. Isn't that cool? Which is an yeah. interesting gift. That is but a I very see it good you gift. Because well. that could be a blessing. It occurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Yeah, but you know, it's, it's... Well, I don't see it on everyone. Good. I only see it on people who are very open either spiritual teachers, shamans, or people who meditate like every day. I'll see it in them, Mm -hmm. but I can't just see it in anybody. That's because you're, you know, and that's really good because what it is, is that you've learned how to put boundaries to your gift. And anyone out there who is doing a spiritual practice in this way and really opening themselves up, you have to remember to put boundaries. When Mm -hmm. I was young, I, I saw some pretty heavy things because I was little and I didn't know what I was doing. I remember being able to smell illness on people Oh wow! as well. And um, I wrote about this in my book about seeing death on somebody um, the day prior to their passing. And I understood it immediately when I heard that the person has, had passed. I understood that the gray haze that I saw her in was death. And so when I started to do this work, I asked my guides, please don't show me that. Um, I don't want to see negativity. I don't want to see illness and I don't want to see death and it's contractual with me. And so if you're looking, I have a lot of people say to me, Marianne, I'm so, I see really scary things or um, I'm, you know, I'm nervous. I can predict very scary things. And so you're in control of not having that energy come towards you. They do it because they can mm-hmm. or because you're just capable. You're, we're not working on the correct frequency. And so you want to raise that vibration up and work on a, on the correct frequency and you're that in charge. Makes sense. Yeah, it's really important to do yeah, that for so sure. that you don't open yourself up to kind of heaviness. Who wants that? No, nobody not would want me. that. Um, so uh, I have a couple specific questions for my guides okay. or ancestors, if that's okay. Yes, of we'll course. see if they have anything to say about it. Um, one of those is, oh yeah, with the plant medicine, since we were talking about it. Are you making a product? No. Well, maybe. (laughs) Oh, I've thought about it. Yeah. (laughs) Eventually you're going to have your own products. Okay, cool. The reason why, let me just get into that and I'll let you question because they popped it up. Um, You have such a belief in, it's, here's the thing. It's almost like you're a bit of a guinea pig, you know, like you're sort of experimental. Yeah. And so I think that you actually walking the walk and really understanding what works and what doesn't is crucial to your own well-being. And then of course you're going to teach that to others. Yeah. And then you are going to come up with something that feels um like I love CBD oil, like something that feels very CBD-ish, you know, like a line like that mm-hmm. where I feel like it's helping people calm, open yeah. up, be able to um maybe have a little bit of experience of yeah. higher, you know, different consciousness and, you know, kind of that sort of feeling. That's exactly what I envision. Yeah. That's very cool. Good. I love it. Yeah. Do that. I will. That's like a three-year plan. Mm-hmm. I was going to say five, but it's not. Okay. It's like a three-year plan. Yeah. That's really I'm interesting. I'm sorry. So Spirit interrupted your question. Oh yeah. Okay. No, I love that they did. Um, anything they want to say is good with me, but <laughs> yeah, plant medicine because I've done ayahuasca a few times. And yeah. A lot of like mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been very healing for me. Yes, yes. And um, 
not to be fearful, but I occasionally feel like, um, and hopefully everyone listening will know what I, you know, not think that I sound way too crazy, but, um, feel like I might be losing my mind at times. Yes. And that's very normal for I that. I don't know. And I mean, not while I'm doing plant medicine, like a year later, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know if I'm in touch with reality mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I get a little scared. Like, is yeah. that still a path for me? Cause it's been so healing or should I just like, not? I think it is a path for you. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. I think you have to understand that what you've done is you've opened a really big portal at a really big door. Mm-hmm. And when you've done that, in order to be able to continue to experience it consistently, you have to honor it. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I can come on as a little shocking right. sometimes because you have to sort of revisit it continually and as a practice. Mm-hmm. And when you don't, remember I talked to you how my guides will come yeah, in and jar yeah. me. That's what's happening. That is what's happening. Yeah. So I, yeah. it's really just to get you to pay attention to the fact that you did all this work, you opened up yourself, and now they're saying to you, don't lose sight of that. And we're going to continue to come back and remind you, boom, That's you you great. have now opened yourself up to even a bigger level of consciousness. Yeah, yeah. Wayne, say something. That's right. It's such a good point because yeah. what happens is I think that we can really get wrapped up. And I always say this to people too. Remember, we still have one foot in this world and yeah. we're here to learn and there's a reason That's behind that. And so what they're telling you is, you know, stay connected and do all of this and now pull it back and learn it in this world as well and apply it here mm-hmm. to what your journey is and what you're doing and your work and all of that lovely stuff. And when we stay elevated, first of all, it's exhausting Our energy is not supposed to be up here all the time. Mm -hmm. It is supposed to be right where we are and that is earthly and on this earthly plane. The idea of raising it to that higher level and vibration because of where they are and we want to make connection with that universe is great. But if we don't pay attention to our chi and our own energy and where we are, because this is where, this is our realm, we're Mm -hmm. in this earthly realm, we will definitely exhaust ourselves. Okay. So that might be the answer to my next question, which is that, so starting... When did these begin? Maybe last summer, I started getting these like extremely intense panic attacks mm-hmm. occasionally. Yes. And they will either come on like fully, fully out of nowhere where mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I've been fine. What's going on? Or it'll be when I'm on a plane, um, mm-hmm. different things, like extremely intense where mm-hmm. I have to like take myself out of the situation and I literally feel like I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is that? That is because you are remaining at that high level of vibration. Mm -hmm. Remember I had said in the beginning, a lot of psychics experience anxiety and they don't understand. The reason why is because they're working, you know, they're so elevated all the time, so heightened and so paying attention to that anxiety and they're not realizing that they're open. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're actually working on being open, realize that you're open. You're just not coming down and doing that protective work that I said is so important. When you go on to a plane, especially you're in, you're, remember what a plane can feel like for a lot of people. They're petrified. They're Maybe they're not feeling well. Sometimes a plane's like a Petri dish of yeah, yeah. nastiness it as, is. as it is. And so that's a perfect scenario of walking into a situation as an empath and being this high in your elevation. You're going to feel everyone's thoughts, every ailment that they have, everything that they're carrying on to a stressful situation for most people. And so, of course, that's going to manifest itself as a panic attack in the biggest form. The other part of that is that you can really become a scenario cooker in your thinking 
when you're working in this this level as well. And so our minds aren't grounded as they should. And so then the story really can multiply and manifest itself in what can feel like a very stressful situation. Um, I know for myself as a mom, I can really go there in the worry area and doing this work, especially and experiencing the idea of death on many different levels. It's amazing how many ways people can pass can really send me into a panic as a mom, Right. right? Because of course I want to protect my children. So I always have to remind myself to come back to an earthly place and to not live in the anxiety and live in the worry. It's not always easy to do, but if I've been doing a lot of readings and I've been up in that area, I by Friday, I'm like, I don't know where my children are. Like, you right, know, you can right. really get yourself into, yeah. you see what I'm saying? And so that's why I always tell people, we have to remember the practice. We have to respect it. And you do respect the grounding part as well. Respect mm-hmm. the practice of, I'm just going to go down to the beach and talk to my grandma for a little while. Yeah. Oh, I right? love that. The simplicity of our connection to spirit is probably, I think, the most powerful part of I think so what we too. can own as a human. Yeah. Is that really that simplicity, that slight touch of, I miss you, grandma. Mm-hmm. And just feeling the love and the response can sometimes be even more powerful than taking ourselves to different levels of consciousness and seeing what's that past makes sense. this world, right? Yeah. So Do you want to share your headset with him? Because I, I think he has something to say about oh, this as well. Do you? Yeah, because if you want to say it on the microphone, we can do this. Is it long enough? I know. Put it put it on. I know you had a thought about the panic attack thing. Um, um, I'm a virgin headset user here. Oh, nice. And everyone so, listening, Wayne is a fellow psychic. He came with Marianne today. Very talented. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, Marianne, for bringing me. This is uh, uh, really educational and exciting. But everything that Marianne was saying to you about getting on the plane and all of that and picking up everyone's uh, uh, energies and being an empath, there's also, I'm getting for you, there's one piece that I just want to bring to your attention that might help you in being able to deal with that or understand it and what I see for you is that you are connected exactly like Marianne is saying, and I see your ego freaking out. Oh, yeah. In that it doesn't want to let go. And so that is really what is, you know, that's a part of what's going on for you. Picking all of that up is bringing you to your energy, and then the ego is not in control because you're connected to the energy. Right. So if you could have your ego step aside, that might help to give you some peace during those moments. That makes a lot of sense. Yes, yes. It's like the lack of control that always scares me. The ego is so funny because I think that we think that we, because we are practicing this type of spirituality and, you know, we're kind of exempt from a panic attack. We should know how to ground Mm -hmm. ourselves. What do you mean? We should be able to ground ourselves immediately. We should feel protected at all times, right? And it's really just not the case. Yeah. And so that pesky ego does get the best of us. And and so you want to, like Wayne, like Wayne said, you know, put it aside and try to just honor and acknowledge the moment that I need to breathe and I need to take a moment and it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm feeling everything. And once you acknowledge what's going on, put it in its place and put it into perspective, you'd be amazed at how much you calm down when you kind of yeah, bring it to this little level here where we're all at, this yeah. learning level. You know, we're learning. Yeah. All of us. We are. No matter how elevated we get, 
we're, so we're still true. learning. And, and even doing this work for as long as I have, I'm sure Wayne feels the same way. He's been doing it a long time too. You, I learn something every single day from a reading or um, in my own experience, what flies out of my mouth for somebody looking and, and reading your energy um, is always a learning experience of where they'll take me and what they can show me. And I think it's just fascinating. Yeah, it's that we're so all interesting. These students in this grand it is. big space. It's so cool. You know? Yeah. So then one other question I have is um, in regards to food the way that I eat for mm-hmm. healing. I feel like I've found a way of life that really works for me. And then I started, do, are you familiar with the medical medium? Yes, Anthony? yes. Mm-hmm. Um, a fellow I've never met medium. Him. Well, he's incredible. Yeah, um, I've heard wonderful things yeah. about him. And I've been eating really like a medical medium style of diet. Okay. Um, which of course doesn't include coffee and all sorts of things that I've had since I've been here. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious about whether my guides or my grandmother, anyone has anything to say about if that's working it's for me. It's mostly plant-based, right? It's 100%, 100% I mean, I've always loved plant-based for you. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the way your body functions. It, it totally um, is. It's interesting because um, I'm actually... I'm not plant-based, but I, I very much had to eliminate sugar from my diet and, you know, and any, and this past week or something, I must've been picking up on your vibes because I've been like way off. Mm-hmm. And I was mad at the fact that I allowed the week to happen, but I let it go. Cause I thought everybody has a stressful week. And then I was fascinated though, that I figured out the mechanics of my body and how it works. Uh, I mean, I'm older than you. And so, you know, every 10 years or so, you sort of have to reconfigure and sort of figure it out. When I'm reading you, I feel like you have found how your body works. And I always see that when it clicks, it feel it looks like the innards, innards of a watch, you know, like it just ticks oh, and feels, yeah, yeah. right? The thing with you is don't get discouraged if every so often you have to adjust. Right. Um, because you're, you're, chemical balance and everything that your body has been through will sometimes play a little game with you. And so that's why sometimes it can feel like, I'm not quite sure if this is working Mm -hmm. spot on, but I love it for you. I love what it does for, I mean, I think we weren't on, um, we weren't taping when I was saying to you, you know, your gut for me was giving me a lot of angst and it's probably because you've been so off. Yeah. And so the idea of this plant-based, clean. I don't love the berries so much for you. The fruit is where I sort of hesitate a little Mm -hmm. bit. Just, um, and I think it's more citrusy actually. I don't think it's the berries. I don't like like the citrus stuff. It's interesting because in the medical medium diet protocol for Lyme, there's a lot of berries and there's a lot of um, oranges and there's a lot of fruit. Okay. I don't love the, I don't mind the berries because they're showing me strawberries and blueberries and I'm really good with that, but I don't love the citrus for you. And bananas. um, (laughs) So many bananas in my room. Separate from Lyme. I think it's just the way your body is. Just be careful of your intake. It's just a digestion thing. Okay. Actually has nothing to do with anything other than just probably how you've always been, honestly. Right, right. So just watch that. Not a fan of nuts and seeds for you Mm -hmm. right now, um, but I think they'll make a comeback. Okay. I don't mind almonds and I don't know why. Oh, that's good. Because yeah, I love so almonds. I have no medical background. You know that. Right, I have no right. nutritional background. Um, but they just show me this kind of stuff. Yeah. And so I like what you're doing. I think one time, I think at times though, you're going to suffer with some cravings. Right. That does happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, they'll pass. Right. And you're dairy free too, right? Yeah. Dairy free. 
are there any foods they're showing that are like Have really you... safe? Like always, I can eat them, and they do won't you eat upset vegan me. cheese? I ha- yeah, at times. Mm-hmm. I like that for you. Okay, it feels like a treat. It is a treat. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. I mean, so for me, it's give like yourself I don't eat those it treats every so okay. often. There's something about um, do they bake like an almond milk sort of cheese or something? Yeah, there's some really good ones. Yum! Mm-hmm. Oh, you have to. Sh- do you eat one? Do you have one that you like? Yeah. So there's a. Send them. They're to made me. of cashews. That's the one that I really like. Good. Called Parmela's Creamery. Okay. Um, I love those. We for keep you. it around all the time. Yeah, yeah he eats it all good. the time. I like that. Indulge every so often kind okay. of is how they're saying it mm-hmm. in what is appropriately your indulge, mm-hmm. you know, your indulgement, whatever it may be. I love that. Cool. Um, there's also, they're also talking about a chocolate supplement as well. Something that would take over what would be your sweet. Oh, right. Um, that feels very avocado based. Oh, okay. So that can be, I have a friend of mine who makes the most amazing sugar-free avocado chocolate thing. It's like a peanut, but it's like a peanut butter cake. I don't know what it is, but it's all natural and vegan and love that kind like of ridiculously good. Mm-hmm. So dense. Yeah. That's what they're showing me for you. So I want you to make sure that you're having little things along right, the way right. that feel fun. Do you drink alcohol at all? No. None, right? None. Have you been coming up with mocktails? Uh not really. I I that's like a book thing for me. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Like where I feel like you're coming up with some really good fuzzy, fizzy, yeah. fizzy mo- not fuzzy ones. That's gross, <laughs> but like fizzy mocktails. Yeah. And I want you to play around with that. And I feel like Jonathan helps you with that. Oh, he would love that. And I'm, then it actually becomes, um, it's video. Oh, okay. That's fun. I can see you guys kind of doing that together. Fun. And he's like, you know, shaking it up for me. And I love that. And that feels like a, like a project, but you're, I like the, I like the plant-based stuff on you. Okay, good. Me just too. Watch your berry, just watch the fruit and take a little bit. I can't get away from it. Yeah. It's because I've been eating so much fruit what, and you must be picking up on it. Because you got the green I mean, light on fruit so and you were like, yeah. Because of, yeah, the medical medium. And I mean, he's amazing and he's helped me a lot. And yeah. I really trust him. and But so I'm eating so much more fruit than normal and dates. I don't know how you feel about dates. dates I know they're very um, sugary. I mean, I love dates personally, but I know that I they're so high in sugar, you know, so I try to keep them. I mean, I'm seeing, are you putting everything in a smoothie? Is that what you're doing? Well, I mean, I eat the dates separately, but yeah, there's a smoothie. I have a lot of smoothie stuff. So like that's good. Or? I think you can control it more if it's put in the smoothie. Right. And so right. instead of sitting down and eating like 10 dates, which is what I would do. Right. You know, you could put two me in your too. smoothie and then it kind of, yeah. Cause if the dates are in front of me, I will eat mm-hmm. the whole thing. They're so and good. And so they're kind of putting it where they're having you put it in the smoothie and this way it feels a little bit more con- like controlled. Okay. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah. But I don't feel like it's, um, like, I feel like I've got a handle on it. I don't know how else to describe yeah, it. Like, it it's feels much better than it's ever yeah, been. Yeah, I'm, I'm not obsessive, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is super important to our totally. health, right? We don't mm-hmm. want to be too obsessive. And I feel like it just, it has a nice routine behind it. It feels like you don't have to think so hard anymore about it. The only thing that I feel like I would probably, they, I'm putting a lot of greens in you. So I would find yeah. the greens before the pinks and blues. That makes a ton of sense, <laughs> which is the stuff that I really love anyway. I mean, I'm obsessed with like kale and stuff. I was just oh, thinking it. how it's my favorite food, which is so weird because I don't think a lot of people would feel that way, I but I think it's so kale good. myself. I mean, yeah. it's a good thing. Are you allowed legumes? 
Not on this medical medium style, but when I'm back to the way that I usually eat, yes. You do that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because they did kind of fold that in. Yeah. Like when I saw the kale. Oh, good. Because I like Like I would put chickpeas, like something Mm -hmm. like that, something that I would normally do. Yeah. And so they sort of folded that back in and they said, just have patience there. They are telling me you're coming back to New York. um, Yeah. Which is very interesting. So great. Then I'll get to see you again. And yeah. I, I do have you coming back. But this, I have to say again, this year for you is such a tremendous growth year. Like, I mean, I already think you're just a beautiful shining star, but this is massive. Wow. This is like growth beyond growth. But the thing that I'm most excited about, and I don't know if you feel this on her way, and I know you do, um, is that your voice is so strong. Like, it's no nonsense. It's beautiful. Yes. Yes. Like it is reaching the masses. And I mean, I love when you reach the masses and I know that you do, but this has such a different tone to it where it's just so authentically you and it's written down, it's on video, it's everywhere and it feels beautiful. That's amazing. I love it. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, I feel Any that. skin um, care stuff that you've been playing around with as well? Like to create or mm-hmm. um, I've been thinking about it. So remember we talked about repetitive themes, right? So they put yeah. you right into your yeah. thoughts. Um, then they yelled out idea book. So Ooh. make sure that you start writing these down in yeah, your idea yeah. book. They're going to channel the steps that you need to take to get these things done. I have a okay. lot of scientists around you. So I'm assuming cool. that that has to do yeah. with creating product that, that is safe and, mm-hmm. and smart and... Um, sustainable, just the way, you know, everything that you love. Mm -hmm. And so all of that comes into play. And I feel like I'm putting on a really beautiful, like face cream or something like that. Like it has a luxury kind of feel to it that I would want to have, but it's so safe. And it's, um, I always tell my friend, I feel, I feel for her with the, after Lyme for so long, she had such a sensitivity, like histamine kind of sensitivity. And this takes that into consideration. The smell isn't even very strong. Like the feel of the texture is more important. Do you understand? Yeah, that's what I would want And so when I see it kind of going on the body, it feels like it's, I'm not getting a trigger by it. Like it feels really good sensitivity wise. Yeah, it feels good. That's such a good thing. Take the roof off this year. Yeah. Don't hit the ceiling. Just rip it off and just go on forward. Yeah. There's. You're also at an award show or something. Cool. What's that about? I see red carpet stuff. Yeah. I'm red so excited. Stuff. So you're either honoring or being honored in some way. Right. Speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's it's very happening. cool. And I actually think the medical medium has something to do with that. That could th- be. Anthony, right? We've His been name is? doing some stuff together. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's a, I don't know if you're doing a collab with him. I don't want to put it out yeah, there. You well, know, it's I not would supposed love to be, but Anthony, something's let's do going it. on there. Yeah. Something's <laughs> yeah, happening there. That's really cool. Good. Oh, what was the one thing I was just going to ask? Um, I think so. I think this is what I was going to ask. I'm not sure. So just about the healing memoir that I want to write. That is like kind of the biggest inspiration for me. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. This was must a question for my teacher, Miss LeMay, who Mm -hmm. I was so close to, Mm -hmm. who's like, I think of her every single day. Mm -hmm. Um, Just, yeah. I mean, like 
is there a timeline or am I just ready or? You, remember, I think I had said you were behind you the eight ball, right? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You have to, you you should have been doing this already. She said you let the hesitation get the best of you. So much Other so. people's voices. Right. You know, exactly. things like that. Mm-hmm. So she said, um, but that's okay because timing is timing. There is no time. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. And so the reason why you're feeling antsy about it is because you're just ready to do it. Yeah. And no one's going to tell you different. And so she's definitely pushing you to do that. She said, please start at the beginning with your memoir, which is before your Lyme. Right. It's true. So she's kind of bringing you down. Oh, this is interesting. She's bringing you down in age. Before I got here, I thought we were going to talk a lot about the word approval and the need to feel like we've done good. And, you know, getting our heads patted and, Mm -hmm. and I think that that comes into play in the memoir and sort of that writing of where does it start? Where does it start? I've been playing around a lot with the word approval. And so I've been doing this meditation that kind of takes me to the beginning of where I felt I needed that. Like, where did that start? And they have that same thing for you. So go to the beginning of your healing journey, allow them to take you back into a meditation. You could do it in meditation and they'll bring you back to a memory and start there Okay, and write about that. Um, And maybe your word might not be approval. It might be something else, but it definitely feels, nope, she said, stop it and stick with approval. She's very um, right to the point. Yeah. Well, yeah, she is. (laughs) And she was. Yeah. It's sometimes it's that idea of having to do better and do good and and mm-hmm. needing that and feeling only accomplished when that happens. Does that make sense yeah. to you? Okay. And so she's going to come in and she wants you to kind of start there. Wow. Because she says, because emotional healing comes along with physical yeah, healing. That's extremely true. Yeah. I love her. She's like, she's hilarious. She's great. Right? She gets Did right you to the point. Yeah. Feel something from like, her too. She's Wayne? like wagging the finger. Oh, at yeah, Wayne she says, yeah. She like gets right to the point. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Aww. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah, right, you're not going to list make this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so true. List that's making so true. can be really helpful. Okay. Right? Compartmentalizing things can be really great. Mm-hmm. This is just not your oh, yeah. year to do that. No, that's totally it's true. It's fluidity yeah. for you well, all. Well, that's good because I don't yeah. even like making lists. One big, yummy, juicy picture. Mm-hmm is everything that you're going to make. It's really powerful when we let go of time. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. What we do is we allow for expectations to fall by the wayside and we can really ease in and surrender into the trust and the timing of the universe. And that's incredibly powerful. When we do that, it's really hard. But when we do, we open ourselves up to so many more opportunities that we didn't even know were possible and doors open that we never thought were going to open. And that's what's going to happen when you sort of, I love that you're not going to make lists when you don't make these lists this year and you allow for everything to happen at once because we can give birth to a lot of things at many different times. Yeah. Real physical births, you know. So But we can, we can really create constantly. And I think that that's just incredibly cathartic to do that on all levels. Absolutely. Yay. Wow. Well, this is fun with you guys. So fun. You're so great. You're doing great too. Oh, thank you. You are. I'm so happy and just, yeah, so grateful and so grateful to share this wisdom with everyone listening because 
I mean, I know your belief is that everyone is psychic. Everyone is intuitive. And so the fact that everyone can tap into this and Mm -hmm. people who are listening can learn from you guys is so awesome. If you're listening and you are even doubting for one moment that you don't have the power to connect with a loved one, I can tell you wholeheartedly that it's just incorrect and that you're worthy of the connection. You're supposed to connect. It lives within you. It is part of your soul. And it's the greatest gift that the universe has given us. And each and every one of us is entitled to use that mm-hmm. and allowed to use it for the greater good, mm-hmm. you know, with, with positivity behind it. And that's something that no one can ever take from you. You're never alone in this world. You have this great team on the other side that's willing to be with you if you're willing to listen. So beautiful. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. So comforting. Yeah. And you have done an amazing, beautiful job through this journey that's been really tough of listening and trusting more than anything. You're probably one of the most trustful people I've ever seen Wow, who has just sort of put their belief in the fact that you are being guided through this and that sometimes this world is flawed and that our bodies, these vessels that we carry are imperfect and they're designed to be. Mm-hmm. because they create experience and they create lesson. Yeah. So the fact that you're plugging through and relying on what you know and still expanding the mind and trusting, you can, you're teaching everybody a really most really beautiful lesson and you should be Yay, proud of that. Thank you. You're welcome. Fabulous. Well, Yay. this is so great. So tell everyone where they can find you. They can find me on marianthemedium.com is my website. I'm also on Instagram at marianthemedium and Facebook and Twitter at marianthemedium. And if you want to see me, I'm in New York. I have a five-year wait list for private readings and I'm not taking any names, but I do large groups and I do workshops and I'm doing more and more workshops. In 2020, my goal is to really teach more and to mentor more people into their spirituality, into their gifts. Yes, you included and Wayne included. And we're going to um, just, you know, wake everybody up. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. So that's how you can get in touch with me. Yeah. And we'll hopefully have an event together yeah. in... In California, yeah. I want to go to the West Coast and do something there. I have a lot of people that have been reaching out. So if you guys are interested, you know, throw me a a little message and let me know. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll do something together. For sure. That'd be fun. Yay. Well, thank you for coming on. Thank you, Wayne, for hanging out and speaking as well. And Marianne, you're wonderful. Thank you you so so much. much. Thank you. I love you. Yes, I love you. All right, guys, how blown is your mind from this episode with Marianne and also with her friend Wayne, who I'm so happy was there so that he could chime in and we could share all of the mediumship from every angle with you guys. Um, I seriously have been so inspired ever since this episode with Marianne, this recording that we did to tap more into my gifts. I've been working with Marianne as my teacher, my spiritual guide. I talk to her all the time. Like I said, today, the day of recording this intro is her birthday. So I've been chatting with her, wishing her a happy birthday, sending voice messages back and forth. And after spending time with her, I feel that my psychic abilities have been heightened. My intuition has been heightened and I'm talking to my angels and my guides and the Pleiadians every single day, getting really, really clear messages from my grandmother, my loved one, the way that Marianne said we can call on our loved ones to protect us, especially if we're feeling a little bit out of sorts or a little bit 
you know, anxious or unsafe at times, which I like to believe that we're never unsafe no matter what, because everything's happening the way that it's meant to. But I love being able to call on my ancestors, my angels, my loved ones, my guides. Mary Marianne has taught me so much. And I really hope and know that this episode with her has been an awesome treat for all of us. I hope that you feel inspired to tap into your intuition, to speak to your guides, to ask those questions, to let it all come forth. And then, of course, wanted to remind you that the Balance Bond Digital Store is live. So if you want to dive into all this fun stuff, you can now purchase Waking Back Up to Your Own Soul on my digital store where we go deep into channeling, intuition, releasing ancestral trauma, a lot of things that I learned on plant medicine journeys and beyond. And you can use that code SOULFAM for 11% off of uh, Waking Back Up to Your Soul or for any of the bundles on the Balance Bond digital store. And that code is only available for a couple more days. Also, if you feel called to rate and review the podcast, email me a screenshot and I will send you a free gift via email. And thank you, huge thank you to our sponsors for today's episode, Hum Nutrition Beauty Supplements. You can use the code SOUL for 20% off. And Osea, my favorite, favorite, favorite Malibu-based skincare. You can go to the link Osea slash balanced blonde for that special discount offering that they have for us. Huge thank you to Marianne for joining us. Check her out. She doesn't take clients anymore. She has a five-year wait list. She's just a badass like that, but you can see what kind of events she's doing maybe in your area. I know her and I are going to try to host one together in California soon, perhaps with some other friends of ours as well. So stay tuned for that. Definitely check out her first book. Stay tuned for what's on the horizon with her. Thank you for being here. I hope everyone has the most amazing Soul on Fire Day. I love you all. Talk next week.